When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to my channel. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue and uh, we're going to talk about uh, why the Enneagram is important. Why we even need to know this stuff at all and how it's practically useful and practically helpful. I'm excited about today's video. Um, I hope that you will enjoy it and maybe share it with your friends. And I just want to remind you in the description below is a link to my website, TomLeHue.com. Um, I do Enneagram coaching and relationship coaching and also um, go on my website if you haven't yet and join my free Enneagram community. I do like to email every once in a while some special offers and information. Uh, so join that newsletter. I'd love for you to be a part of my Enneagram community. And thanks again to my patrons. I really appreciate your support as well. Okay, so let's jump into this uh, today, and I just want to talk to you about um, some basic stuff, but some stuff that I think is important to come back and, and think about. I know I've been thinking about it. You know, I've, I've recently been trying to pay more attention to my Instagram page and to my Facebook page, and if you haven't... Um, whatever, liked or followed those pages yet, I would really appreciate it if you did. I just haven't, I just haven't paid a lot of attention to those. Um, I've kind of put information out there from time to time, but I haven't really focused, uh, made a, you know, like concerted effort on those. And I'm going to step up my game. I realized that, okay, I don't, I, I love YouTube and YouTube is great, but I, I need to, I need to, you know, put out some good information on all these platforms. And really it's kind of overwhelming because I mean there's Twitter and LinkedIn and and Pinterest and I'm trying to, you know, up my game on all of these platforms. So, if you haven't checked out my Instagram page or my Facebook page, they're listed in the description below. I would love it if you would um whatever follow or like those and I never think to say subscribe to my channel because I always I watch a lot of YouTube videos from other things and I hate it when people say like comment and subscribe but I guess I should say every once in a while like comment and subscribe I figure you will if you want to and if the information you find it helpful I figure you probably will without me telling you and I've never made it a you know anyway let's jump into the information so what are we talking about today well we're talking about why uh, the Enneagram is important at all. Why do I care about this and how is it practically useful? And you know, this, this kind of started because as I was posting things on Instagram and thinking about things to post, you know, I realized, okay, I keep telling you, I keep, you know, seeing other pages and keep posting stuff like, you know, how to love Enneagram type seven and how Enneagram type eight is, has superpowers. And, and I was just thinking about all these these things that you post, all this information, um, and then you can get really technical about the subtypes and the, you know, the um, all the different groupings within the Enneagram and the frustration types and the rejection types and all this kind of like technical information. But I kind of remembered like, you know, why did I care about this in the first place? Like, why is this even important at all? How is this practically useful? And I, I had to remember that when I first started learning about the Enneagram, it was because 
I was trying to understand the people around me in my life. I was trying to figure out like, why do people do what they do? Like I see people doing things, you know, like I see Bob over there just acting in this, this terrible way. Why is he doing that? Like, why does that make sense to him? Like, what's his motivation, you know, in doing this? And um, when I first started learning about the Enneagram, that was why I cared about it. I was like trying to figure out the people in my life and why they would behave so badly. And it really was helpful. Like, I really realized like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. When you start looking at people's core motivations, um, what they're doing makes sense to them, even if it doesn't make sense to you. And so that kind of made me come back and think about like building a case for why the Enneagram is something that you should care about, why it's something that is important, and how it's practically useful in everyday situations. And as I was putting this information together and thinking through these, um, thinking through the practical applications of the Enneagram, it, oddly enough, kind of sp spelled out the word spices. And I'll show you what I mean, okay? So um, let's just take this word spices, S-P-I-C-E-S, and um, let's, let's break that down into, I guess it's called an acrostic, okay? Let's look at this. S, self-awareness. The Enneagram helps us be more self-aware. And now why is that important? Well, the reality is, is most people, I think a lot of us, and me at times, we're not very self-aware. We don't realize like our strengths, our weaknesses, our shortcomings. We don't realize maybe how we're coming across to other people. Other people are trying to understand us, but we're not making sense to them. And we're just not aware of the impact we're having on people, whether it's positive or negative. I mean, just take for example, like being in a good mood or a bad mood. When somebody's in a bad mood, you say to them, are you doing okay? Are you in a bad mood? And they'll say, no, I'm fine. And that just shows you like how not self-aware we are, how we're not aware how we're coming across, how we're behaving, and the impact we're having on other people's lives. The Enneagram is a helpful tool in helping us assess uh, ourselves and how we're doing at any point in time. I mean, think about it, we have a line toward integration or a line toward disintegration. And so we can see on those lines, like when we're under stress, when things are going well, um, how we're going to interact and how we might show up and how we might look a little bit different, like a different type. And all of this uh, can help us evaluate at any given point how we're doing and how we're coming across. Now, let me, let me look at the, uh, the thought as I wrote it down on this page. And so I gotta get my nerd glasses on here so I can read. Self-awareness, the Enneagram provides a mirror for self-reflection, helping you understand your personality type, your core motivations, and subconscious patterns. In other words, the patterns that you, your default settings, the way you tend to think, act, and show up and behave, and interact in the world without even really thinking about it. Again, your default settings or your zombie state or your false self, whatever you wanna call it, but the normal way you tend to show up when you're not really awake or thinking about how you're, how you're showing up. And so the Enneagram helps us to see that. Well, that's priceless. I mean, that's priceless information because it's stuff that we, 
we don't realize, but is true of us. You know, there's kind of always the things we know about ourselves that other people don't know, the things we know about ourselves that other people know, the things that other people know about us that we don't know about ourselves. And the Enneagram helps us to see those things that maybe we don't pay attention to or we think everybody thinks this way. Everybody, you know, has the same motivations and we really don't. We realize there's nine different perspectives, nine different types, nine different ways of seeing the world. And when we don't realize this, we don't realize how stuck we already are. And the Enneagram helps us to see that you're kind of stuck. You're stuck in a pattern whether you realize it or not. And if you're ever gonna break free from that pattern and experience more in life and become everything that you hope to be and reach all your goals, you're gonna have to deal with some of these core subconscious motivations that, that operate underneath the surface. So the Enneagram is a helpful tool for self-awareness or self-assessment. This heightened self-awareness can lead to greater authenticity and self-acceptance. Now, how many videos could I make about self-awareness or self-assessment? I can make a hundred videos. I can make a thousand posts about this one topic alone. This is just one way in which the Enneagram is useful to us. Let's look at the second one. So spices, S, self-awareness. Uh, P is uh, personal growth, personal growth. Every one of us would say we want to grow and we want to develop and we want to mature and become, you know, fully realized, fully actualized, the best versions of ourselves, whatever you want to say. All of us would want to grow and expand. The problem is, is how do you know, broken and fallen as you are and stuck in your perspective, how do you know what is the best path forward in growth? I mean, for example, let's say you're a withdrawn and compliant kind of person and you want to learn how to get along with people. So you just kind of like push in even further into being more withdrawn and even more compliant. Well, what about being assertive? Why don't you learn how to become assertive? Well, see, assertive doesn't feel good to you. Um, and so it's not the direction you want to grow. So you might just kind of further dig in and become even more compliant and even more withdrawn. And you might miss um, seeing where your growth really needs to, uh, what direction you really need to grow in. Now, let me give you this example. If you were to walk into a bookstore, I know you're probably saying, what's a bookstore? If you were to walk into a bookstore and you were to pick up books on self-help and you decided I wanted to grow and, and become, you know, um, um, an improved person, I want to work on personal development, how would you know which book is the one you need to read? Chances are you would pick something based on a clever title or something you already believe in. Like you would pick something that, that, that agrees with your natural way of seeing the world. And what the Enneagram shows you is that sometimes personal growth is going to stretch you and push you into ways that feel awkward to you uh, that are uncomfortable for you. For example, think about a nine wing one, a withdrawn type nine, leaning to the one, a compliant type, and look at what growth would be for them. And one way you could say growth for them would be to learn to lean into that other wing, that eight wing of being more assertive. And when they are more assertive, look, they look like a three. They look more like a three, which is an assertive type. But if you're a nine wing one, you don't really want to become more assertive. Or look Look at that eight wing seven, assertive, assertive. Eight assertive, seven assertive, and right next to them is this nine. Learning to 
withdraw and learning to be more okay with others, learning to accept life as it is, that may not feel like growth to you. You may feel like, I don't want to do that. I'm an eight wing seven. You know, I'm a maverick. Uh, I'm an independent. I don't want to become more accepting of things. That's how you end up, you know, in trouble in life. But that's what real growth might look like for you. And the Enneagram starts to begin to um, show you what real growth is going to look like. And real growth always feels awkward. Real growth always feels uncomfortable. Remember when you learn a foreign language or you learn how to play the piano or you learn how to tap dance or whatever it was or you took your first karate lesson and you feel awkward, you feel uncomfortable, you feel unsure of yourself and the Enneagram will help you see what real growth looks like for you. And again, how many videos, how many Facebook posts could we make on this issue of, of growth and personal growth and maturing? Well, let me read the statement that I have written down here about personal growth. Each Enneagram type has distinct growing paths. Knowing your type can guide your personal development efforts, helping you overcome limiting habits and unlock your fullest potential. Well, that's great. I mean, don't we all want that? Don't we all, wouldn't we all say we want to grow and mature and become the best versions of ourselves? And again, the Enneagram can be a useful tool, a very useful tool in helping us see this path forward. The reality is that sometimes you can get stuck in life and you can not see the path forward. You can feel a little frustrated, like I don't know what to do next, or I don't know what direction to go in next, or I don't know what maturity and development really looks like for me. And I feel kind of stuck. And a lot of the coaching appointments I do with people, uh, sometimes, you know, one appointment, sometimes three or six, a lot of the appointments I do with people is helping people resolve this very problem of I feel like I've hit a wall, I feel like I'm kind of, you know, stuck, I don't know how to move forward, or my relationship feels like it's stuck, I don't feel like we're on the same page, and that's a very frustrating place to be to not know what's next or not know what to do next. And sometimes you just need somebody to talk that through with. And the Enneagram is such a useful tool in helping you see a clear path forward. So it doesn't just show you where you are, it shows you what growth and expansion and development would look like for your type and for you. Okay, the next uh, on our list is the I, spices, right? Okay, so the I is for improved relationships. I know that's a little bit of a stretch. I wish I could have put an R in there for relationships, but whatever. I, what would I add? Spricuses or something? So it wouldn't have worked. So improved relationships. And man, how many videos and how many, how much content can we put out there? There's whole Facebook groups out there on just trying to help relationships, marriage relationships, dating relationships, romantic relationships. Guys, the sad reality is relationships are not doing very well. They're just not. As much as we love each other and as much as we're trying to get along with each other, it seems like sometimes it's just not working. And the Enneagram can be such a useful tool in helping us learn to be more compassionate with each other and helping us learn to get along with each other. You know, as soon as you tell me, you know, I'm an eight and I'm married to a two, I already have a mental picture of what that relationship is going to be like. Some of the strengths and weaknesses and challenges and hardships and some of the ways that we offend each other. I remember working with a couple where he was an eight and she was a three. Now she needed a lot of admiration from her husband. She's a three. She needs feedback that tells her that she's important, that she's valuable, that she's, you know, uh, an achiever and a winner and, and she struggles with worth and value. That's one of the first things we learn about threes is they're on the worth and value group. So they struggle with worth and value. And she needed her husband to affirm that worth, but he saw that as a weakness. 
you know, from his perspective as an eight, why do you need people to uh, give you admiration? You just should do what you want to do because it's what you want to do. I'm not going to give you the affirmation that you want. That's going to further keep you in your weakness. And so his perspective was causing, you know, this problem in their marriage. And when I helped him realize that, look, your wife is not an eight. She's a three. She's different than you. She has a different brokenness than you have. And you could love her by giving her the affirmation that she needs and the admiration that she needs. And the sad reality is, is if you don't start giving her that admiration, she's never going to feel the love and the connectedness with you that she wants to feel. In fact, it becomes a real threat because what if somebody outside the marriage starts giving her that admiration and they probably will that could be a real threat to your marriage now how would I know all that stuff if it wasn't for the Enneagram I want you to see that I can that you can see that stuff so much quicker like be right over the target sometimes in minutes with a relationship to find out what's going wrong what the problems are what a fantastic tool in helping couples have more compassion with each other uh, let me read this statement that I wrote down here about improved relationships, okay? By understanding the motivations and behaviors of different Enneagram types, you can enhance your relationships. You'll be better equipped to empathize, communicate effectively, and manage conflicts. Because the reality is, is now you're going to look at it like, oh, this person isn't trying to be a jerk. I mean, maybe sometimes they are. Sometimes, right? We are. But we're not usually trying to be a jerk or trying to be a problem. They just have a different set of motivations than I have. Like when that seven is making things lighthearted that need to be taken seriously. They're not trying to be bad. They're not trying to be a jerk. They're trying to bring some release to the tension in the room. Or, uh, for example, when a one is getting frustrated and irritated and getting upset, they're not trying to be a jerk. They're not trying to be ugly. They're not trying to be an angry tyrant. They just... They're motivated to see things done right, to see things done well, and their sin is anger. And when your sin is anger, don't be surprised when you see anger come out of them. That's what they struggle with. That's their big dragon that's chasing them. Try to have more compassion on that. You know, I mean, let me give you an example. I have a daughter that has Down syndrome, okay? Madison's like 23 years old right now, and she struggles with some things, some things she can't do as fast as her sisters or her brother can because she has a genetic problem. She has a challenge. I grew up with a brother who's deaf. And maybe you have somebody in your life that has some kind of challenge in their life. They're blind or they, you know, they, 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 uh, they have ADHD or they have autism or something like that. Don't you realize, isn't it just, doesn't it just, isn't it just understood that when you're dealing with somebody who has some challenges, you are going to try to be more patient with them. You're going to try to be more understanding with them. Look, when we're walking around Disney World, we live in Daytona Beach, right? And so when we walk around Disney World and Madison is slower than the rest of us and she's taking a little bit more time, you know, nobody turns around and says, oh my goodness, what's wrong with you? Why are you taking so long? No, we understand. Okay, she has some challenges, and so we've got to be a little more compassionate. And, and it's okay. None of us are upset about doing that. And that's kind of what the Enneagram does for us. It helps us to see that other people have their challenges. And their challenges are very different than your challenge. Your, your challenge, you know, might be that you get bored easily. 
and that everything feels, you know, like it could be more exciting. And then you're married to somebody like a two, like my wife, whose challenges is they, 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 you know, might feel like other people don't take the time to appreciate them or don't take the time to recognize their contributions. And you may think, oh man, get over yourself. Why is that such a big deal to you? But when you realize, oh, I'm not a two, you know, I need to have more compassion. I need to have more sympathy and more, uh, you know, and be more thoughtful. Like the Enneagram should make a difference. The fact that you know this stuff about each other, you should make a difference. If you have a person in your family that's a five, then they probably don't want you to barge into their room and just dominate them and talk over them. And, you know, so knowing this kind of information can really help relationships. And guys, I do a lot of this. I really do. I do a lot of this relationship help. And when you're in a relationship where things aren't going well, you don't feel understood, you don't feel cared about, you feel like you're minimized and diminished, it's a very, it's a very frustrating place to be. It's a very lonely place to be. And just realize there's help for you. I'll help you. Somebody, get help in some way. Reach out and get support or encouragement. You shouldn't have to go through this alone. And you don't need to go through this alone. So... I'm just saying, okay, we're here for you because relationships can be challenging. I don't care who you are or how wonderful you are. Everybody's going to have their share of challenges and difficulties in relationships. And the Enneagram can be a very useful tool in helping us be more compassionate with each other. And I'm here for you. If nobody else is, I'm here for you. I'll talk to you. Okay, where are we at? S-P-I-C, spices, okay? S-P-I-C, and the C is for career advancement career advancement or career help or career guidance, whatever you want to call it. But it's about what do I do with my life? Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Well, I think the Enneagram can be a very useful tool in helping you start to sort out what that is. You know, I mean, it's not going to tell you what job you should have, but it will start to tell you how you show up in whatever job you have. I mean, for example, if you're the giver, the helper, then just realize it doesn't matter whether you work in a school system or a university or a hospital or whether you, you know, work in a insurance company. Just know that you're wired to be a giver and a helper who makes connections with other people and relationships are very valuable to you. And so you're going to show up. You're going to have a tendency to show up in that way in whatever job job that you that you are assigned to whatever job you have I mean I'm a seven right I could become an accountant if I decided to but I'm not wired to be an accountant I'm just not wired and I knew that in ninth grade when I sat in math class I knew I'm not wired for this I could make myself I could make myself learn to cook somebody else's dish, but I'm so much happier when I'm cooking my own food that I grew up with. And every one of us has like a home-cooked meal that we make. And for example, you know, ones or sixes, I could see you guys completely being accountants, not wanting to mess things up, get things right, being very methodical and detailed in your work and making sure that there's no mistakes. You're wired that way. And when you start to realize this, it starts to help you not judge yourself or compare yourself to other people and say, you know what, they're working in their their gifts, I'm going to work in my gifts. They're working in their lane, I'm going to work in my lane. And the Enneagram can be a very useful tool in helping you see your way forward in what your purpose in life is or what kind of job you want. Um, 
there's, you know, it's no surprise when I'm on Facebook and I see all my two friends and they're all nurses and preschool teachers. They can become anything they want to be. Realize you could become anything you want to be. But it's kind of ironic how we start, we start to move in these directions and the Enneagram kind of predicts what those directions are going to be. All right, so career advancement. Enneagram insights can also be applied to your professional life. Understanding your strengths and blind spots can guide your career choices um, and enhance your performance in the workplace. Absolutely. You know, I love speaking to like staffs and teams and corporate settings and please invite me. I would love to come meet your staff. I would love to come encourage them, help them learn to get along with each other better, be more compassionate and really become a team where everybody has something to contribute and they see each other's differences, not as weaknesses or shortcomings, but as just that differences. We all have this, you know, special gift that we can contribute. And the Enneagram is really useful in helping you see those blind spots that need to be worked on, but also to see your strengths, to see your superpowers, and then live in that, live in those superpowers. You wouldn't expect Aquaman, you know, to swing from buildings and shoot webs out of his arms. You wouldn't expect that, but you do expect him to talk to fish. Okay, so what is your superpowers? Know what your superpowers are, your Enneagram type superpowers, and then just Live in that, live in that and make no excuses for it and just live in that place and give that wonderful gift to all the people in your life and all the people that you work with. So much healthier than beating yourself up because you're not a one or you're not a three or you're not an eight or you're not a whatever type you think you should be. All right, <clears throat> drink of water. Whoa, baptized, baptized, okay. All right, where are we at? S-P-I-C-E. All right, what is the E for? The E is for emotional health. And we could probably put a lot of other words on there. Emotional stability, you know, emotional awareness, but emotional health. Uh, let me read this statement that I have here, okay? Emotional health. The Enneagram provides insights into your emotional patterns, enabling you to manage your emotions more effectively. This can support your mental and emotional health, and of course, make you a lot easier to get along with when you recognize that you have certain patterns, certain ways that you tend to feel in life, and those things are almost 100% predictable. I mean, when you're a seven, Look, you're gonna at times feel disappointment. You're gonna feel frustration when things don't work out as big as your grand thoughts. You're going to have problems with boredom. You're gonna have problems doing, feeling stuck and tedious things. When you realize this stuff, every one of us, regardless of our type, we're able to realize at times that the big problem here, whatever the problem is, whenever we're dealing with some big problem that's got us frustrated, sometimes we realize the big problem is I'm a one feeling the stuff ones feel. That's the problem. I'm a three, feeling the stuff that threes feel. I'm a four, feeling the stuff fours feel. And sometimes I need to do something, but a lot of times I don't really need to do anything except just have some more compassion on myself and realize I'm feeling the stuff that fours feel. I'm feeling the stuff that fives feel. I can kind of tap my head, laugh at myself, and then what? Get back in life. Get back present to life. Rather than going down into this gloomy hole of things never work out the way I want them to, or things never happen the way they could, they can't be as exciting as I wish they would. Rather than just falling down into that deep hole and living in that bipolar, depressive state, I can catch myself and say, Tom, you're such a seven. Oh my goodness. 
this. Everything in front of you is wonderful. You have a family that loves you. You're literally out enjoying the day. You have no problem except for the fact that you are a seven feeling the stuff that sevens feel and you don't live in the Garden of Eden any longer and there's always something to grieve. So grieve your loss and then what? Re-engage with life and be present to life. Don't miss how beautiful and wonderful life is because you're stuck in this narrative in your head that things aren't the way that they ought to be or things people aren't treating me the way they should. They're not responding to me the way they should or I don't have the support that I believe I need. A lot of times our problems are very predictable. Once I know you're Enneagram type, your problems are very predictable. And a lot of times your problems are that you're a six feeling the stuff that sixes feel. If you were a nine right now, you probably wouldn't register this problem as a problem. It doesn't mean it's not a real problem. It just means it's a real problem for you. And there is a way out of this. There is a way beyond this. So emotional health, emotional stability, emotional e equanimity, e equalness. What's the right word? I don't know. But emotional stabilization of not getting too high or too low or allowing yourself to become so unbalanced, but owning your emotions, uh, accepting your emotions, dealing with your emotions, but not letting them control you. And the Enneagram is super helpful in, in helping us with these, with these issues. So S-P-I-C-E-S, -E the last S is spiritual development. Spiritual development. Now, hold on now, don't hang up on me and say, wait, I'm not into this religious stuff. I didn't say religion, I said spiritual development. I've got a whole course on my website on demand on the Enneagram and spirituality. I also have one on the Enneagram and the Christian life. But spirituality, we're talking about getting beneath the surface. Okay, when you think of this word psychology, for example, it's just two Greek words, logos, the study of, the knowledge of, the word of, and then suke or psyche, the, uh, the soul, the study of the soul. And what it's suggesting is the study of the things that are beneath the surface. Now, I realize a lot of modern psychology doesn't even, you know, teach there is a soul. It's more like the mind and behavior and cognitive functions and all that stuff is very important. But realize the Enneagram is a super useful tool in getting beneath the surface, getting underneath into the core motivations of what drives our behaviors or who you truly are. It helps you to see the mask you wear and how you hide yourself, how you cover yourself. It helps you to see the false self so that the true self can sort of come out and, and, and make some decisions about what do I really want in life. And you know, it isn't long when we're talking about the Enneagram before we're talking about subjects like sin. I mean, think about that. Nobody in our culture wants to talk about sin. In fact, the only sin in our culture is to call something a sin. The only immoral thing in our culture is to say that something is immoral. And yet, look at this with the Enneagram. We're talking about, now you can call them passions if you want to, but it's sin. What about envy? is a passion. It's a sin. What about pride, you know, or lust? Um, those are sins. Greed, lust, uh, gluttony, anger, 
uh, sloth. These things are things that trip us up and they control our lives whether we recognize it or not. So much better when we can recognize it. We can turn and we can take our sword and we can face the dragon and we can say, all right, I've been controlled by gluttony for far too long. I don't want to be controlled by gluttony. I want to be in control of my own life. I want to make decisions that are going to move me toward what I really want in life, not just my default setting of more is better, more is better, more is better. To get back in the driver's seat of your life. And how many videos could we make about the spirituality and the spiritual substance of getting beneath the surface? And you know, people don't like to talk about religion. People may not want to talk about spirituality, but people will talk about their personality. And as soon as we start talking about the personality, we're starting to move beneath the surface at what really drives you. We're starting to get to see your soul. We're starting to unpack the window of the soul. Unpack the window of the soul. That really didn't make sense. But I think you know what I mean spiritual development. Let me read my statement here and then we're done, okay? Many people find that the Enneagram supports their spiritual journey, providing a framework for understanding their inner world and guiding their path of transformation. You know, and transformation is one of those subjects we love to talk about, but nobody really wants to do. We're like, oh yeah, change, change is great. Transformation is great. Yeah, but I don't really wanna change my life. I don't really want this to make a big impact and change the way, but the reality is, is, you know, Oftentimes, we do need a little bit of transformation. We do need to go down to the root level. We need to go down to the deep levels, and we need to find out what's going on in there. And is this pattern that I'm running in my life, is this really going to move me toward what I really want? Chances are it's not. And so we need to address that, and addressing that is when transformation begins, where we start to make changes. We start to realize, okay, this isn't working. This isn't the direction I really want to go. I don't want to end up where my life is going to end up if I don't make some changes. And we can help you with those changes. I mean, that's what I do. These are the things I talk about with people. And whether you feel stuck in life, whether you feel stuck in your relationships, whether you need some help with your job, you're just you know overwhelmed, you're just stressed, whatever it is. Or maybe life is great and you just want somebody to talk to you. Look, I'm here for you. And let's look at these once again. Okay, so spices is our key word, right? Self-development or self-awareness, self-awareness, uh, personal growth, uh, improved relationships, career advancement, uh, emotional health, emotional stability, and then spiritual development. This, this is such a great framework for me going forward. Like, this is what I need to talk about. This is what people need help with. This is where life isn't working. This is where we are challenged. And the Enneagram can be a very useful tool in helping us get clarity in every one of these categories of our life. And think about it, just pick one of those categories and let's start working on it together. How much different would your life be if you could take some steps forward in all of these and you would have a very balanced, healthy life? And I tell you what, you'd be present to life. And with that, I'll see you next time. Thank you guys and wish you the best.